0: And it is time for film of the week. Yes, and today, well, it's a huge favourite of mine. This movie, interesting, it bombed at the box office, uh, but uh, in a short time become a real cult favourite. Directed by Martin Scorsese, starring Robert De Niro and the great Jerry Lewis. 1983 is king of comedy.
1: At least once in his life, every man is a genius. And I'll tell you something, Ruth. It's gonna be more than once in your life for you. It's gonna be a number of times because you've got it and you're stuck with it. And I don't care if you wanted to get rid of it. You could It's always gonna be there. How do, you, how do you do it? I think it's that I look at my whole life and I, I see the awful, terrible things in my life and turn it into something funny. What about the first few one-liners? Were they strong enough? I was a al- little- Strong enough? No. they were any stronger, you'd hurt yourself. They're marvelous, you daffy bastard. Leave them alone. They're beautiful.
0: Yeah. Now, Liam Alexander, welcome, pal. Morning, guys. How you going? Mate, we're going good. Now, Liam, did you, firstly, did you enjoy this film? Because there is no doubt it's quirky. It's an acquired taste.
2: Oh, 100%. It's a pretty obscure movie. I think it's one of the hidden gems of Scorsese's whole whole, um, filmography. I think it's one of the most... Um, fascinating characters, De Niro's ever played. Mm. It's one of those movies where the first time you watch it, it, it does seem a bit obscure and weird, but I think it stays with you because you do think about it for a while. And even though it's a bit quirky, I think like it's got this underbelly of sort of great. Um, it's pretty disturbing. I think it's actually one of the scariest characters De Niro's played, Rupert yeah. but it, it, You sort of you pick that up after the the next few times you watch it.
0: Now, Liam, before we Talk about the plot. Um, this is amazing, boys. We talked about this yesterday, Webby. This film, you know, despite Scorsese, De Niro, and Jerry Lewis, it cost twenty million to make. It made two million dollars at the box office. Two million—that is—it's incredible. If that was re- released tomorrow, you'd think it'd be a massive hit. You'd, you'd think it would be
3: Scorsese, De Niro. Oh, Jerry Lewis,
0: just on that bit and,
3: and it's
1: coming and it's coming off Taxi Driver and Raging Bull too. Yeah. it's like arguably two of the greatest American films you, ever made.
0: You're making this film, you just say you can't miss. Yeah, you
2: did, and um, I
3: can't see why it would. Like, what? What, what did old Roger say, uh, Liam? He
2: he Roger was one of the most sort of ardent Scorsese fans, and even he thought he gave it three out of four. Every other movie before that, he gave Scorsese four out of four. He just said it was the most sort of he called it the most arid, painful, wounded movie he's ever seen.
3: Oh, really?
2: I, like, yeah, I, he said it in a good That's way, a I think, because it's pretty. It's hard to watch at points, yeah. but I don't think he even really understood some of the hidden meanings of it.
0: Now, Liam, as you explain the plot, just to explain to people, this movie, without a shadow of a doubt, the recent film Joker, which was Robert De Niro, this, I think, Joker is just a direct takeoff, almost a remake of this film. So what's the plot?
2: 100%. Even that clip that we just heard before, it sounds like a line that Arthur Fleck from Joker could have said. But this movie, it's about Rupert Pumpkin. He's an autograph hunter and a, a celebrity fanatic who dreams of nothing more than becoming like this world-famous comedian. Yeah. And One night, he meets his idol. Who you just heard was Jerry Lewis. whose name is Jerry Langford in the movie. He, he sort of politely brushes him off, brushes him off and says, he should keep working on his material and maybe get back in touch with him. Mm. But Rupert essentially wants to be Jerry. Like he doesn't want to just work with him. So he sort of persists in stalking him and doing whatever it takes to mm. to get what he wants, which is to perform his comedy routine on on Jerry's show.
0: Interesting with Jerry Lewis when Scorsese wrote it, and Jerry Lewis was. For one of the most iconic comedians who have let, ever lived, was a secret asshole, right? <laughs> horrible, they said, absolutely horrible. And when Jerry Lewis went back and said to Martin, of course, Stacy, hey, my character Jerry, how should I play this? And he said, Jerry, it's you. Don't act. <laughs> yeah. It's you. Ben, some trivia out of the film.
1: Well, I, I wanted I want to ask you guys this question because this is the first time I've ever seen this, and Liam and I have been talking about it the last few days. The ending. Was the so after he gets uh, arrested? Mm. Is the ending real or a dream in his head? As well, it again,
0: it's Joker. Uh-huh. It is Joker. It's yeah. Joker. See, Joker again. to me,
1: the whole thing is a dream. He's in the mental asylum, and the whole movie is a dream or mm. a fantasy in his head. The ending of this, I went, oh, ah, yeah. that that is that real at the end? Does he become it's, the famous celebrity that he wants to be?
3: Yeah. That's completely mm. warped that, my that's... mind about the Joker yeah. now. Well, given the Joker. Just... Well, the Joker thing
1: is it's with the clock, isn't it, well... Lamb? Like the clock never moves or...
2: Yeah, yeah. I think there's a there's a theory about the end of King of Comedy. When he comes out he's in this orange jumpsuit and the lighting behind him looks very similar to jail bars like cell bars. Um. So there's this theory that the whole thing is like he did end up going to prison and he, when he is released he's not a world famous comedian. But I think it's like, like Taxi Driver, though, I think it it works both ways. Like, it works even if he does get released and becomes this comedian because that sort of indicts society, like how this guy could literally become world famous. And, yeah, I I think both ways it works.
0: Now, it just shows the genius of both actors. It shows how prickly Jerry Lewis is. An example, a bit of trivia about this film, there's an iconic scene, right, where... Uh, Rupert goes into Jerry's house and they just have this 10-minute dialogue walking around. Now, what was supposed to happen at that point? The script was supposed to be that Rupert knocks on the door to open and Jerry Lewis, by the script that Scorsese wrote, is supposed to slam the door in his face. But Jerry Lewis, is a real up yours to Scorsese, invites Rupert in, right? And so surprised, like, De Niro goes in there and goes... This is not supposed to happen. But just goes with it. It's ten minutes of total ad lib. And, and it is directed by Jerry Lewis. So Score says he didn't direct
1: that part. He just so, he directed that part. Yeah. Oh man. That's what closet assholes do. Yeah, uh,
3: I, I I really like Sandra Bernard in the like her awesome. I think she stole the and the scene the scene where Jerry Jerry Langford, all taped up, <laughs> sitting down there, and she's sitting across from him like they're a couple, you know, planning out what they're going to do for the weekend. And you know, she goes, "I'm just going to take just take everything off the table and let's just let's just do it right here." And he's like taped up in white masking tape, <laughs> just sitting there with his head all taped ah. up. But her her level of delusion and obsession like that to me, yep. you you're right. I I agree, Liam. I reckon even uh, Rupert Pumpkins, t- uh, he's Just how crazy he is. Yeah. You know, just that underlying tension of how batshit crazy he is. That's scary.
0: Let me me throw this out to you guys. Liam, if this movie was remade tomorrow, which who knows, maybe it will be. A lot of that's going on. Okay, who plays Rupert and Jerry? Oh, I
2: reckon, uh, yeah, yeah, I reckon you've got to go similar, like, Similarly, how Jerry Lewis was a comedian, I think you've got to go with someone who was a talk show host. I reckon David Le- Letterman could play Jerry Langford. Yeah, and I reckon uh, Jake Gyllenhaal would be a really wow. good Rupert Pubkin. Yeah,
0: I tell you, what, I've gone. Liam. I've gone Tom Hardy as Rupert because he's got that sort of intensity, mm. and the yeah. one that, and I think, and I think Al Pacino possibly as Jerry. Oh, yeah.
3: That's not bad. I think
0: those two. Be I, I would I would
1: change a little bit, and I would use females. For the roles,
0: yeah, right, like and
1: Ghostbusters. Yeah, but I, w- I would I would go with the I would go with the greatest of all time, Meryl Streep in the role
0: as, as Jerry, as
1: Jerry. And then I really like, and I reckon she's got some crazy in her. Aubrey Plaza out of White Lotus. Oh, oh yeah, really really she is. I just yeah, think really that good. she's got just something that's just a little bit unhinged. Yeah, and I reckon she could play that real. I I think, I think if you put two females in the role, it would get. Darker too. Yeah, I think so.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yes. I was, just have a yes, of, just, I do. I'm, I'm just. I'm just thinking about tread- sometimes what females say to females, and I go, "Oh my god."
3: Let's tread very carefully. Really. Yes.
0: Yes. In 2015, Liam, this became a musical on Broadway. Really? Yeah, it was a musical. Oh, I
2: read that. Yeah.
0: yeah, and like the film, it bombed. <laughs> <laughs> but it never become a cult did they, classic. Did they bring back this the
1: set of sunglasses that De Niro wore when he kidnapped Jerry? Oh, that's
2: <laughs> and he's in a little, that's the, his little that's costume. He's got the hat.
1: <laughs> he, he's got his hat that's and the glasses. The and I, I, I think one of the great <laughs> scenes too.
0: <laughs> it's so pathetic where he goes into he's goes to the secretary of Jerry and goes, "Hey, Ruben, I'm here to see uh, Jerry." Oh, he's not in. Oh, how long will he be? We don't know. Probably not most of that. And he just takes a seat in the office yeah. and just sits there for basically oh, for the whole day. He's so, like, oh,
1: wait, oh, wait.
0: <laughs> uh, Liam, score out of 100?
2: Um, I, think, I think it's a 95. I think it's one of the most underage movies out there and uh, yeah. one of Scorsese's best. Yeah,
1: I agree with that.
3: I'm 95 too. I like yeah. it.
1: Yeah. Yes. I, I'm, I'm going to say a 90. Okay, it's yeah. definitely,
3: definitely, it's definitely not top three score
1: season. Ooh. But hey, yeah. Hey. Well,
0: I well last week we did the next break. Um, we did uh, was Tarantino. Quentin Tarantino, the greatest scenes in his film. So after uh, the break, we're going to do greatest scenes in uh, the film career of Martin Scorsese.